0: Welcome to The Unmistakable Marketer. Every week, we interview business leaders, marketers, and authors from around the world. Together, we try to unpack how we create marketing messages that attract attention and separate us from the competition. Our goal is to help you make your marketing unmistakable. In addition to this podcast, listeners get actionable advice on the latest insights in digital marketing from our free email newsletter, which can be found at tomorrow-people.com. That's tomorrow-people.com.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Unmistakable Marketer. My name is Nathan Anibaba. My guest this week is Lisa Schurter. Lisa is sales and marketing manager for Brandmaker UK, a market leader in market resource management. They help their customers create better qualified leads through meaningful dialogues with clients and prospects. They combine market resource management and engaging, nurturing at scale. So hello, Lisa. Thank you very much for coming on the show.
0: Hi, thank you, Nathan. Thanks for having me.
1: Brilliant. So so Lisa, can you tell our audience who may not be familiar with Brandmaker a little bit more about the company?
0: Yes. Yeah. So essentially, Brandmaker is a marketing technology platform. So it's software as a service platform that predominantly does two main things, which you uh, touched on earlier, so one, it's the muscle of marketing operations, so that includes the planning tool, budgeting, workflow, digital asset management, which most people are familiar with, and um, this is all for internal marketing operations. And then the second part is the brain of marketing, so that's providing more of the marketing automation and the personalized and automated content to prospects in order to connect um, sales with 100% qualified leads. So it is a technology platform for marketers.
1: Great. And and who, who would you say is some of your, who is your target audience? Who do you target with your solutions?
0: So it's the cross industry and then the people that would be in the organization who would be purchasing it are mostly sale marketers and sales.
1: Great. Okay. Well, thank you very much for the introduction. Um, as you know, the, the premise of the show is to interview marketers and, and business leaders about um, differentiation in content marketing um, because of the plethora of content that we're seeing on, online and the fact that I guess increasingly a lot of organizations uh, and products are becoming increasingly commoditized across industry. So the question I wanted to ask you really is what marketing have you come across that you would consider as unmistakable?
0: So I think if we can draw this from you know, many, many parts of marketing, um, and I think that oftentimes when you are, you know, when a company tries to be the jack of all trades, they end up being the master of none. So they get to be a bit lost in the mix and really miss their chance to stand out when they are competing against the big players. Sure. Um, but if you specialize, you have a chance to own that space. So when I thought of this, I thought, you know, I'm a big fitness fan, and I found it quite interesting that Reebok has become synonymous with CrossFit, mm. so CrossFit, for the people that don't know, it's a type of raw fitness reg- uh, regimen, which is like a wolf pack style in a group. Um, so what Reebok did was they decided that it was too hard to go head-to-head with Nike uh, in premier sports, you know, your football, um, your well, soccer for North Americans and um, for those for those premier sports. So they actually went looked to unconventional sports. So not everyone would choose Reebok over Nike, but CrossFitters definitely would. So if you're doing CrossFit, you're likely wearing Reebok. Um, so just like many people wouldn't use a CRM besides Salesforce nowadays, there are areas to uncover and there are companies that have specialized. Like there's a company called Astral Tech, which is, Hmm. a mere fraction of the size of Salesforce but they have the best customer facing kit uh, for the utility sector.
1: Hmm. Well, that's really interesting so I guess you're looking at differentiation from the point of view of, of market opportunity so where you may not be able to differentiate as far as the product is concerned you may be slightly more relevant in a, in a different market segment.
0: Yeah well Definitely. I think there's a lot of ways to skin a cat. And when you are connecting a message specifically to a person, that's going to cause um, a greater impact than making, you know, more blanket statements.
1: Sure. Sure. So that's and, where... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. And that makes that makes complete sense because, you know, if, if you're going to go up against Nike, it's, you know, you can't go up against them on a like-for-like basis because they will uh, destroy many many competitors. So I guess, you know, from a differentiation standpoint, if you can be slightly clever in terms of, uh, you know, a slightly different segment that they're, that they're not capitalizing on, I guess there's a lot of opportunity there for um, brands that haven't developed a, a, you know, a particular sort of uh, segment of the market as much as they necessarily could have. So, um, so I, I definitely sort of like that example. Um, so, you know, what what sort of what's the marketing function at a brandmaker currently trying to achieve at the moment?
0: Yeah. Um so what's going on right now in our world is that Brandmaker recently introduced a new product called Personalized and Automated Customer Engagement. So for the sake of another acronym, it's P A C E pace Okay. In that regard, marketing has words to describe it. Uh, It's harder to understand and you can't just walk into a store and ask the sales assistant, I'm looking to buy a pair of shoes. So in that similar sense, brand maker needs to ensure there is a unanimous understanding for pace. And make a splash that people start looking for Googling and asking questions around Pace. And then with that, uh, people will ask about Brandmaker because we'll be the, hopefully, the leaders in this space.
1: Sure. So, so from a, a differentiation standpoint, then, can you just talk to me about sort of what the competitive environment looks like? You know, are there any other competitors similar to you that are offering a similar service offering? Um, and, you know, where did that sort of strategy come from?
0: well of course the are going to come from the top but you have to take in mind you know voice of customer and marketing plays a role in that understanding the market and understanding the competitive landscape so when you're doing that when you're feeding into that process it's you know both marketing product management and you know the executive level you know defining that space and setting the course for it
1: Sure okay so as as far as um, differentiation is is concerned what what sort of things are your customers saying to you um, when you're up against them in 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 a competitive situation so I guess the question i'm I'm asking is you know are you viewed as as a commodity when you do come up in competitive situations with your competitors um, you know do people necessarily look for the cheapest vendor on the marketplace or are they looking to you uh, for sort of added value, you know, what, and what added value is it that you're actually offering um, customers within the market?
0: Yeah, so I'll, I'll answer this from two perspectives. So for the new product, it's it's harder to be commoditized because BrandMaker has really pioneered this space. Sure. Uh, and we are, even though there are solutions available, so that are that are similar. So we'll, you'll have a Salesforce, you'll have an Adobe, you'll have a HubSpot, uh, or maybe even an Uberflip, but there are still points of differentiation. Uh, With the more traditional stuff, which is the marketing operations, that uh, marketing resource management, we would be commoditized if we were doing a point solution. So if you're strictly looking at digital asset management, for example, you can get a Dropbox, you can get a SharePoint, and people sometimes think, you know, it's just a place to store my files but then if you actually extend the solution which Brainmaker has and it really extended the value chain to cover the whole space then you can't you can't commoditize us.
1: Okay, no well, that's that's really interesting. Um so it, so it seems as though sort of what you've done is is you've taken quite a unique position in the marketplace by developing a a, a solution that is isn't available anywhere else on the marketplace. Um, what are you doing to sort of communicate that value to your audience? So, you know, what channels specifically are you using that you that you're finding that you're getting a lot of value from? Um, you know, are there any particular ways of presenting this message to um, to your audience that um, is is quite unique or, or or that is slightly more receptive than traditional channels? Yeah,
0: and you know what, Nathan, that is the actual crux of it. Mm. So even though we've developed, you know, this kind of end-to-end platform, you, what I was talking about earlier is, you know, being the jack of all trades. So mm. we do quite a bit.
1: Mm. So
0: it's difficult in that sense for marketing and that's marketing's role really to define what the product does.
1: Sure. Because
0: it can do, you know, 10 different things for 20 different people.
1: Yeah.
0: So um, that's when really it's providing sales with the right messaging around the content of different areas. So mm-hmm. just say there's 10 pieces and then sales will be able to access the information that's relevant to the conversation they're having. But it does make it quite difficult to articulate that when when it can do so much
1: I, I I guess so yeah and that's I, that's I guess a, a, a problem that a lot of um, technology vendors sort of have you know with a quite um, sophisticated um, product or, or service offering the fact that it can be many different things to many different people so so communicating that value has traditionally been uh, been a problem talked um, talk you know talk to me oh, about- and it
0: definitely always sen- sounds the same because technology makes processes more efficient sure. it takes you know people out of the process, so even across different pieces of technology, you have similar messaging so it is it is um it is challenging to get the right messaging across
1: sure so so what advice would you give to marketers who are struggling to differentiate themselves?
0: yeah, um. So I often just like to think in general and have the mindset that normal gets you nowhere to mm. try and think about doing, but doing things differently. Mm. Um, but, you know, if you are in an organization and you're maybe struggling with your own marketing messaging, um, you really need to it, – it's a team effort. It's a corporation effort. So you can talk about things in many different ways, but I think you need to – Combine the expertise of sales and the voice of the customer, uh, and also, you know, speaking to product development to know what they're they're doing, but also more importantly, you know, wh- why did product development mm. build things out this way? What insights did they gather? And it really needs to be a group effort um, because. You know, everyone in the corporation will have different pieces of the puzzle. So, obviously, with that, you need to have you know top management support to do these kind of group efforts. But I think it's quite critical to um to going to market.
1: That, that's really interesting. You um when when we were discussing before the interview, you had mentioned that I guess there are a number of of competitors sort of within your within your space. Um, I wanted to know whether. There were any competitors that you come up against that have quite a unmistakable approach to their marketing and and differentiation. I, I think you mentioned, um, uh, I, I think um, HubSpot was an example of of a company that you were that you were talking about earlier. Could you just expand on that?
0: Yeah, well, HubSpot is you know was built for in band marketing. Mm. Uh, and they sell they sell solutions for in band marketing. Mind you, we do something quite different, but HubSpot has created and also curated the best content that I don't think any company can um, can duplicate just because mm. that is their space. Uh, and they're a well known name and there's a lot of people that contribute content.
1: So so not only creating your own content, but you think curation of of content is useful as well from a uh, from a differentiation standpoint could you just um sort of expand on the reason why you think um curated content is um equally if not slightly more valuable than than your own than your own content um because i think that's a really interesting point because i think a lot of people are producing a lot of their own thought leadership you know high production value a lot of the A lot of time content but it's really from their own their own point of view I guess what you're advocating here is sort of pulling content from around the web or other sources um and then sort of um you know combining that with your own content that you produce um why do you think that's such an advantage for marketers
0: well HubSpot's unique as in they've created a space for this
1: right and
0: I'm I think that, you know, companies even pay to have their content on there. So, yeah. you know, now you have, instead of having one person to create content, you yes. have the power and the army of thousands of people. And they all want to post on HubSpot because HubSpot has that distribution. It has the audience for them. So that's why they've been able to be so powerful. But, you know, it doesn't mean that no one else can do it. Sure. It's just a process of, of starting there and creating that and building.
1: Sure. No, I think I I think that's a great um, that's a great um, example. Um, I, I think for a lot of marketers as well that are struggling to uh, produce their own content. You know, there is a lot of content on the web already. So if you can kind of pull resources together that you think your audience would be interested in, um, curate it um, and then serve that to them in a in a, in your own sort of unique style. Obviously, put your own unique slant on it um that in in of itself is useful content um so uh yeah and and sort of what hubspot have done then there has been really interesting so um i definitely agree with you there um lisa could well,
0: you- they say that's no they say that no information or no product is really original right you can get ideas from everywhere and take exactly. in make it your own
1: right Exactly. Brilliant. Lisa, um, could you, you know, for those people that that don't know much about Brandmaker, where can they go to find out more about the company and sort of what you do?
0: Yes. So I'm happy for people to link in with me. There are only two Lisa Scherters. One is in Florida and I am Canadian, but I'm currently (laughs) in London. Um, And of course, on my LinkedIn, you'll have links to Brandmaker as well
1: great stuff well lisa thank you very much for your time thank you very much for your your input and um we look forward to having you on the show at some point in the future
0: thanks nathan i hope it was helpful to someone someone out there
1: great stuff brilliant thanks nathan well that's all for this week's show join me for next week where we will be speaking to another marketer to understand what makes our marketing unmistakable thanks a lot